Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. A podcast that's not about growing marijuana or gardening, but is about living in radical faith and full submission to God. I'm sure glad you're here. The Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast is hosted by me, Connie Lawson, and airs Mondays and Fridays on your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to check me out on social media, both Instagram and Facebook at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. You can also go to our website at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com to leave your prayer requests or a comment and to read our blog whenever I write one, which is not very frequently because speaking is my jam, not writing. Anyway, I'm so glad you're here. Let's get this show started. Hey friends, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Connie, and I'm so glad you're here. We are in season three where we are talking about persevering and enduring through whatever comes our way. And so it's probably quite fitting on this hot June morning, muggy here as I'll get out in Oklahoma City. The humidity is so thick you could cut it with a butter knife. Anyway, it's probably very fitting that I have started to have some pregnancy complications. I am almost 34 weeks pregnant. I will be tomorrow. And our precious little rainbow baby is doing well, but she has stopped growing. And what I mean by that is she is not getting bigger and in fact has started to kind of decline in her weight. And so that's a problem. And we don't know the reason why this happened, but it could potentially be serious. And she's dropped off um, her weight through the ultrasounds, has kind of dropped down pretty significantly the last two ultrasounds. And so I have had to kind of come to terms with my birth plan that I had wanted not really being an option anymore. The kind of things that I was planning on doing and the way that I was planning on doing them has been taken off the table. Our sweet little girl could be born at any point moving, you know, into the next week two weeks, and probably the max would be three weeks currently. I am having some other minor things kind of starting to bubble up under the surface regarding my health. And to be honest, it was a shock. This whole pregnancy has been a very big continued test of my ability to remain present in God's faithfulness and to keep my eyes as we're talking about in season three fixed on him the author and the finisher and the perfecter of our faith the person God that has gone before us that has done these hard things keeping your eyes on him and having hope for the future and knowing that although there's difficulty that the plans of God are still for our good, it's difficult. 
And so as I have, you know, I've had all these plans laid out. Um, I've had plans for the podcast. I've had plans for my own personal life, things that I was um, anticipating doing in a timeline down to the birth of our baby, the way our baby would be born. I know that if you are a a mom or uh, a pregnant woman or someone that struggled with infertility, this really resonates with you. You have gone through different losses or different desires or really anybody. It doesn't have to be even surrounding pregnancy. And then we often are faced with the reality that the plans that we made, the things that we want to happen, the things that we're hoping for don't appear like they're going to work out. And so we're left with a dilemma every time, whether it's a big thing or a small thing. These unknown circumstances that come into our lives always threaten our peace. They threaten our belief in God. They threaten our security. They threaten our confidence. They threaten our hope. And on and on and on. And so this situation that arose with my pregnancy arose out of the blue. It arose a couple weeks back. And I have a whole vast few weeks stretching out before me where I know nothing of what's coming. And everything that I do know, all the potentials seem to be really not what I wanted. And so when I look at that, I have to decide then, well, what am I going to do? You know? Do I give up? Because once again, here I am in life. You know, I can look over and I can say, okay, well, I've been doing all the right things. I've been reading my Bible. I've been praying. I'm confessed up on my sins. I've followed the Lord in in every way that I can think of that I'm supposed to. And, you know, here I am again with pregnancy complications and hard times. And, you know, some other Uh, unspoken things going on in my life that are just downright difficult. And so what do I do with that? What do I do with, what do we do with situations in life when we are doing the right thing and we've been doing the right thing and maybe we've been doing it for years and we feel like every time we're almost to the point where something that was really important to us could work out and then it just doesn't seem to. Things seem to deteriorate. Well, I've really been doing a lot of thinking about that. I've really been wrestling that out with the Lord because the initial the initial thing you want to do is you want to go back. You want to revert back to old patterns of thoughts and behaviors and attitudes that say, come on, Lord, I don't deserve this. Why are you doing this? Why are you allowing this? You know, all I asked is for one healthy baby. All I asked is for this job, this relationship, this whatever. And so we have to come to the point where where we go beyond that. And, and so for me, it's looked like I went to the scriptures and I went to scriptures that talked about faith and I really uh, dove into what the meaning of faith was. And I've come up with certain things and, and it says in scripture in Hebrews 11, 1, now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of things we hope for being the proof of things that we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith is perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to our natural senses. And then in verse 2 of Hebrews 11, it says, For by faith,
born to them, and they obtained a good report. We also know that without faith, it is impossible to please God. We know um, stories in the Bible that says uh, that faith, by faith, the, the people were urged on, they were prompted, they received their dead back to life, they um, were given miracles that they wanted. And so I, I looked at all of this and I started asking myself these questions. Okay, so faith is, faith is very powerful when it's active, but faith, faith is nothing by itself. And so you have, you have faith, which is this belief of things that you can't see. And so what's the most important thing that we can't see? It's God. I mean, yes, my, my pregnancy is important to me. My baby being born healthy is important to me, but that isn't the most important thing to me. And so one of the questions that I was forced to address as I was wrestling this out was, what if I don't get what I want? And in that situation, in that sentence, in that scenario can fit anything. What if I don't get the baby I want? What if I don't get the birth I want? What if I don't get the health requests that I want? What if my spouse doesn't change? What if I'm always poor? What if I never reach that goal, that that thing that's so important to me? What if I never have friends? What if my family never pulls me back in? What if I never ever get my child to turn back to the Lord and come back home? What if my my life isn't spared. What if my child doesn't live? What if? And you may say, well, that's morbid and nobody wants to think about that. Well, I, I agree. Nobody wants to think about it, but isn't it important? Isn't it important to know what our faith is founded on? Because if it's only founded on things that we can get through God, then that's very weak. And of course, it's not going to sustain us. I think it's important to note that faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of things we hope for. Yes, things being things that we are praying for, we're believing for, but what are they founded on? Where, where are those things going to come from? We don't get things that we're hoping for and praying for without having a solid foundation, which is only founded upon God. And if God isn't good, and he isn't good all the time, then why would we have faith in him for anything? So it's important that we are able to wrestle out in our own hearts and in our own minds and our own spirits because our mind and the way that it works in, its, in itself, in our spirits, and our hearts, they, they all have to be kind of functioning together to get a solid understanding and a solid faith that can carry you through unexpected hurdle after unexpected hurdle. Because if you have two perspectives here coming just from my own, my own life, but you can apply these to your life, any situation you can apply this to, you can look at this as, I have prayed to this God and I have done everything right and all he does is allow trouble, trouble after trouble. I'm done having hope. He must not be who he says he is. Or you can go down the route of, 
My faith is in the goodness of my God. And the goodness of my God says that no matter what happens, I believe that he is in charge. He has a plan that he loves me and he's working things out on my behalf in ways that I cannot understand, ways that I cannot conceive, that his love for me all by itself, separate from the plans that he has, is so deep and so wide and so inconceivable that I can't even conceive the love he has for me. So if I can't conceive his goodness in a way where I can fully understand it, then I can be assured that my faith in him, my faith in his bigness, my faith in his ability, my faith in his love and his tender mercy and his plans for my life have to be for good. And if my belief and my faith in God says that he's good and he's good all the time, then really whatever is happening to me, even though it appears to be bad, it appears to be frustrating, it appears to be not what I want, I can trust, I can know, I can have conviction of the reality that it is the right thing for me. That for whatever reason, I can't understand it, but my precious rainbow baby is supposed to be small. That there are more things happening in the supernatural realms around me that I am unaware of that God is working out for my good. And not just for my good, but for the glory of his name. And so no matter what I'm facing, I can have assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things which I am hoping for. And what am I hoping for? I'm hoping for what I need. Really, in essence, I have a picture of what I think it should look like. But what I'm hoping for is the best to be done for me. And the only person I can count on to give me the absolute best is God. Because people don't know what's best for me. I don't know what's best for me. I have ideas. I have plans. I have things that I think I'd like. And I can write out a scenario of this is the birth I want and this is the baby I want and this is how I want my life to look. But it is so singularly focused So one layered, God is the only one that can know all aspects and all prisms and all spheres of everything at one time and create the best. And the love of God gives us what we need, not what we want. There is a difference. Perfect love casts out fear. And why does it do that? Why does it possess the power to do that? It possesses the power to do that because it is actually doing what is necessary. If it did what we wanted, all of the time there would be only chaos because we do not know what we need. We cannot see what the Almighty God can see. And not only that, faith is backed up by a history of being able to go back and see the faithfulness of my God. So yes, faith is the ability to hope for things, for dreams and desires and miracles that we want, but without having your faith being solidified in first and foremost and only in Jesus Christ. 
it's useless and it's worthless. And it's really a fake knockoff. Because if our goal in life is to only get things, then we're going to be sorely disappointed. We are not followers of Jesus to be followers of things. We follow Jesus because he alone is good. He alone is worthy and he alone is worth all of our heart, all of the time, no matter what we face. And so faith allows us to hold on to that no matter what tempest we face, no matter what tragedy we encounter, no matter what loss we are forced to carry. Because God is good, and if we believe he is good, then we believe there is nothing outside the realm of him stepping into and turning into an incredible, miraculous thing in our life that promotes our healing and our growth and our intimacy with him, while at the same time bringing glory and honor to his name. So friend, whatever you are facing... I want to encourage you to wrestle out your faith. Wrestle out what is most important to you. And if it is not Jesus Christ, then talk with him about that. You may say, well, how do I do that, Connie? What good is that going to do? Oh, you don't even know what good it's going to do. It's going to do such tremendous good. If we would stop hiding from God and come to him and share with him all of the things that we are afraid of, all of the doubts we have about him, we would be able to see him show up. It's the fact that we don't talk to him. We don't share these things with him. We don't believe that he's going to help us work it out. Sometimes the pathway to understanding and having, and I don't mean understanding as having uh, knowledge about something, complete knowledge, but understanding to a point where you can reconcile to yourself and to your relationship with Jesus Christ, a truth about him, and that is hinging on the fact that you talk with God. I often struggle with it myself. Yes, the very thing that I know works, I struggle with myself because it's hard. It's hard to go to God and say, God, I'm doubting you. I don't understand this. This feels silly. This feels hurtful. But when you do it, then you are having there be an honest and open line of communication. And you will see the Lord step into that. It's not always instantaneous. Sometimes the Lord uses our honesty with him to provide us with a season. A season could be a day, a week, a couple weeks where we get to sit in the uncomfortableness of that question, but he brings you little bits of manna all the way along. And manna is a supernatural food that God fed the Israelites when they wandered in the wilderness. He didn't take them out of the wilderness, but he fed them while they were there. Their wilderness served a purpose. Your wilderness serves a purpose. My new wilderness of this pregnancy threat serves a purpose you are going to be faced with thing after thing after thing in this life and I would even uh, reckon that there will be more things as we get closer to the time of Christ's return that we are called to face and the only thing that is for sure the only thing that you can hold on to is your faith 
that God is good, he is in control, that he loves you, and that he will not allow anything to happen to you that he does not fully intend to work out and fully intend to help you through. And so I want you to be encouraged, but I also want you to persevere. I put a call and a charge on your life, listener, to persevere in the faith, to endure through the hard times, and to wrestle out these difficult questions that you have before your God, because he cares for you. We're also going to be going back down to one episode on the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast because of this new upcoming life situation that I have. I am going to do my best to get episodes out every Friday. But if there isn't an episode out one week, I would encourage you not to um, freak out or stop listening to the podcast, but just to know that something probably is going on with this baby and this pregnancy. So if we come to mind, please pray for us. And if you like this show, please help me out. Encourage me by leaving a review. If you just want to hit the five-star like button and not take time to write anything, that's fine. But I would so greatly appreciate the outpouring of some ratings and some uh, encouragement to let me know that this show is blessing you. Friends, there is all reason to hope because we have God. And God is the anchor to our lives and our souls. And nothing can take us under when we hold fast to that anchor. Let me pray with you. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you have given us the gift of your Son, of the ability to have salvation and a relationship with you. That we have, Lord, through you the ability to never be alone, to face anything that comes our way in complete confidence, Lord. A confidence that is so strong, we don't have to understand it or explain it. God, I ask that you would permeate each of the listeners' lives, that you would fill them with your spirit, and Father, that you would show yourself to them, that you would walk hand in hand with them through whatever they are facing this coming week. And God, that you would raise up people that know who you are and choose to live a surrendered life while acting in complete perseverance and discipline and service to you. I pray all of this in your precious name. Amen. Friends, I will see you next time. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to the show. Leave me a comment, and if you need prayer, drop me a prayer request at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com under the contact me tab.